Hello and welcome to the eleventh, uh, I believe, episode of the I Am My Podcast. Yeah, I believe it's eleventh. We celebrated our tenth on the last episode. Um, I'm your host Yusuf Morsa. How you guys been? Hope you guys are doing well. Hope everything's okay at home. Hope you know all, all works doing you well. Everything's all sorted out. Um, yeah, here I am recording the eleventh episode on the first of September. 2020, New Year's coming soon, hopefully, I need 2020 to end ASAP, it's, it's funny, because it's like, um, everybody wants 2020 to end, but it's like, yo, Corona could still come back on 2020, bruv, like, what are we saying? The same bullshit we're gonna deal with, oh god. We're gonna deal with the same bullshit in terms of media after Corona anyway, because family believe that uh, Trump is going to win the election. <laughs> probably get assassinated because the Simpsons predicted it, and that's probably the reason behind his election. But he's definitely going to win this election. I don't, I don't have high hopes for Joe Biden, especially after that whole fiasco of, um, you know, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black sort of, <laughs> sort of thing. Um, which is very much insulting to black people. Uh, I mean, I find it insulting, but then again, most black people have to deal with this guy. They never really dealt, like, Obama was the only candidate where it was like, okay, yeah, there's no argument against why black people shouldn't vote for this guy. It's just like, apart from that, it's just, it's gonna be hard to see a second black president, not gonna lie. Um, I think he's just gonna be like a token black president, you know, oh, we're, we're good, we selected another black president, we're not racist, especially after 10 years of the Trump era, you know, that sort of thing, I don't need that, 10 years of the Trump era, how many years, 4 years, I saw 4 years of the presidency, especially after 8 years of the Trump era, I highly doubt, um, Biden will be able to win, considering that white rage in terms of the working class is stronger, and those guys are more likely to vote Republican. I don't think there's been a trend change. Um, and the funny thing about Republican Democrats is that the only line is you know social justice. Apart from that, it's a bit. It's a bit complicated to see where he'll benefit the working class. But, um, I don't know, man. This is going to be a fun election. I mean, obviously, the way Trump handled the coronavirus was, could sack him. And, um, you know, the cost of Soleimani bullshit, everything, but I highly doubt it. Bush fucking... When did Bush invade Iraq? Was it on his um, second term as president? Uh, let's let's check that out. Did did Iraq on his second term as president? Hmm. Uh, Bush was among the most popular as well as unpopular US presidents in history. He received high record approval ratings in wake of 9-11 tax spot. One of the lowest such ratings during the 2008 financial crisis finished his second term in office in 2009 returned to Texas. So, now I was on his first term. It still got fucking elected. I mean, yeah, we need our president to protect us. Power and all that shit. You know, we got attacked, and this was an act of terrorism. We need to get that Bin Laden fucker and all the Muslims and and, and kill them. That's what we got to do. We got to just get rid of him and all that bullshit. Um. So yeah, he was he was um in many ways uh, captured the essence and the image of a war hero. That's what George Bush did. Um. It's funny how this is the. Second in line, like he's the 
first Republican president after George Bush. It's very funny to realize, but you know, it obviously makes sense because you know, terms and all that, but it's very weird to, to just formalize that in your head, you know. Um, well, so what was how was my day today? Woke up early. Um, enough about fucking politics. Great way to start the day, fucking politics. Oh, and there's another black guy got killed. I forgot his name, James Blake or something. Anyways, inciting riots and all that. I know in the UK there was an Extinction Rebellion group, but I don't know, Extinction Rebellion is more to do with the the Earth and such bullshit. But uh, let me see, let me see what, what BBC is saying. Um. Uh, extinction. Rebellion. Fucking hate Extinction Rebellion. Uh, arrest as Extinction Rebellion process begin across England, but what for? Um, so that plan to peacefully disrupt the UK Parliament in London with 10 days of demonstration until MPs back the climate and ecological emergency bill. Okay. Uh, other planned events on the capital include a carnival of corruption, which is due to take place outside of. Uh, Treasury and Walk of Shame near the Bank of England. Uh, so they want them to sign something more ecological. Protest uh, Karen Wilden, a 56-year-old tutor from Leicester, told the PA News Agency, I'm here today because I have serious concerns about the future of the planet. We need to put this above anything else. Never mind COVID, never mind A-levels. This is the biggest crisis facing us and we need to raise the message as, as loudly as possible. Oh, we have an A-level issue in them. In the UK, uh, which is that um, a lot of people didn't get the grades they deserve. Uh, they were marked down based on the uh, the area they live in, so they were marked down based on class rather than being marked based on the predicted grades that they were supposed to get, which is uh, rather shameful, really, and fucked up to a lot of people because uh, it's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I live in a single parent household. I have a part time job. Uh, I work hard like crazy and um i was predicted a stars and and covid happened so i can really uh fulfill the prediction but i'm pretty sure you give me my predicted grade and then suddenly oh no i've got a c uh, all because I'm, I'm 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 poor and i'm probably i got brown skin color or based on the race and ethnicity and the majority of that so yeah and then extinction rebellion is trying to trying to protest to get um climate change bullshit going on very these guys are serious extinction rebellion if you guys don't know don't know about these guys in the uk they commit suicide on the fucking trains just to deliver the message god damn that's some savage shit all for the planet. Hey, man, is COVID not enough? Uh, we literally just paused everything. Like, out of all the groups you'd expect for um, a sort of protest to go on, you'd expect Extinction Rebellion to be the least possible one to protest. But turns out, you know, I mean, Black Panther fucking died. Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P., so anything is possible. And COVID died this year as well. God, this year is crazy. Um... So, anything's possible. Like, you expect the group to be least likely to protest would be something to do with climate change, because every human on Earth is just basically on pause in terms of pumping coal and gas. And there has been research on how the corona pandemic has benefited, you know, the environment. But, anyways, that's, that's it for now. Um... Half with the news, yeah, Chadwick Boseman died. Fuck, man. Oh, that was crazy. I, well, I saw it. Uh, the, the news, I heard the news based on uh, from a Mahasha Ali Instagram post. Shout out to Mahasha Ali, great actor. If you don't know him, he was, um, he was, uh, uh, he played the Dr. Ronald Shirley, I believe, if I'm not butchering the name. 
Uh, I'm not going to search up, there's no point. Ronald Shirley in the movie Green Book, and he played uh, the sort of drug dealer and the housekeeper. Was he a drug dealer? I don't know. I don't think he was. He was, uh, he was the house... He was just a caretaker for the kid in Moonlight. Um, he played that and won him two Oscars. Probably going to win a third. I mean, the guy is fucking amazing at acting. He's also in the show Rami, which is a great show by Rami. Those are... You know, just pinnacles of performances. Um, uh, Don Shirley, the Don, yeah, Doctor Don Shirley, um, who, funny enough, was uh, was mates with Bob Dylan. Um, from reading the the uh, Bob Dylan Chronicles Volume Two, he does mention him a lot. He, no, he doesn't mention him. He mentions him once, but he does mention Willie Allen and Richard Pryor once. Um, so, that's you know, not for me. If you're mentioned once in that book, then you're a certified great. Um, yeah, I've been in a book. I haven't finished it yet. I really can't be asked to finish books now. I am trying to finish it. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, um, it's just that it's going to take me a while to rededicate myself to reading books of for pleasure and I chose the worst time to to reintegrate that because um uni's gonna start in a month and the books I'm gonna read for pleasure the books I'm gonna read for pleasure lol that voice is so weird um the, the books are, there won't be any books to read for pleasure in that bullshit cause I study politics um What's it called? So uh, today woke up, woke up at seven. Um, had to call my general practitioner for those in the U- U.S. or in any other countries. We have free healthcare here, so we're so much better than you. I'm just trying to say that you guys have to pay. Someone's out there. It's like they they free healthcare is no joke. My parents. Blah, blah, blah. And someone's out there is like, fuck, we want to raise our taxes despite when the, the, the economy is going down? So it's just, fuck off, we just have free healthcare. We're better than you, honestly. Um, um, so, yeah, that happened. Um, so I contacted my GP, told him about uh, my issue that uh, kept me from going to work on Sunday was... I've got a ulnar nerve entrapment. I'm sure I have... If I, I'm not sure if I spoke about this to you guys but i've got a pain going from like there's a nerve connecting between well it goes from your neck to throughout your arm to your elbow and then it goes down to your pinky and ring finger and half of your middle finger and uh this pain started on um uh during the quarantine period where i had this shitty gc omega chair with the worst armrests possible and um and because of the uh, extensive uh, uh, gaming <laughs> that I did during quarantine, I managed to uh, cause an entrapment on the nerve. Um, so I contacted them, and they uh, they said uh, you have to contact them between them. because of the corona pandemic. I could just I live right next to uh, one of the GPs, so I could just easily just go and. Go and, uh, what's it called? Go and book an appointment early on. Uh, wake up early, queue, and just book an appointment on the day. Yes, you can book an appointment on the day. How crazy is that? Uh, not in America. Zinger. I'm sorry, I'm t- chatting so much trash about America. I love you guys. So you guys, you know, start great stand-up. You're always, you know, you're an experiment. That's what you are. Um... A really fun experiment that created a lot of shit. But, um, participate in a lot of atrocities. But as with any powerful country does, I mean, the, uh, indigenous tribes and, uh, and, you know, slavery and all that shit. And there's a brand with empire and, ugh, and then, the, you know, Portugal and all those kind of countries, you know. But, um, so yeah, I have to call them, and then I call them. I was ninth in the queue, despite the fact that I called at eight exactly. God, people's phones work quick nowadays. Um, suddenly, and within three minutes, I within one or two minutes, I became first or second in the queue. I answered, told them about my issue, 
and um, told them blah, 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 blah. And then um, they were like, okay, we'll call you between nine to one, go phone call. And uh, based on the description that I gave, she said it's, um, uh, she can't do anything because the uh, like she would book me a physiotherapist but at the moment there's no physio available due to pandemic and we don't know when the physiotherapist will be available um so based on the fact that she immediately wanted me to book a, an appointment with a physiotherapist it did put me on edge like fuck is my arm forever going to be that bad then she sent me some exercises which i can do and just to, to alleviate the symptoms and um yeah uh did that uh haven't done those yet well, she sent up via text my doctor sends me my medication through text i am so much better than you um god i love doing american accent american people out there are like eh, fuck it's so fucking shit I know it is. I've got a friend named Carrie. She's American. She always makes fun of my American accent. It's like, it's so typical. And then, um, so yeah, contact the doctors. Then I decided, fuck it. I've been, I've been down. I've been lazy for a while. Let me just write some comedy and then write some stand up jokes. Fucking finally get on that shit. You woke up early. You used to, if you had breakfast, you took a shower, which is rare. I'm joking. But like, you took a shower. And then, um, maybe it's rare. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that. And then, um, took a shower and then, uh, uh, had my breakfast and all that bullshit. Had a tea with, and, and decided to head over and write and uh, ended up, uh, Working on one, one. I don't know how to say it, but it's like a story within the and within it. There's multiple jokes, and it ended up being 870 words for the first job. Boy, that needs to be trickled down like so much. Um, but it got me so excited and giddy, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is a killer bit. This is a killer bit. This is gonna be funny. This is gonna be funny." You know, when you write stand up, every joke you do think you think is gonna succeed. But uh, usually only like 10% of what you write will succeed, will be like killer, killer, you know? And um, so, yeah, so I, I was so super excited. I was like, God damn, oh shit, yeah, wait, I don't know words, the way this joke begins and the way it ends. It was like, it was a really fun joke to write. So I have to, so I immediately just, I need an audience to test this out and and um, I, I I just text my mate, hey, get on the phone. And he's like, yeah, give me nine minutes. And I test out and the beats and uh, from the first draft, the way the beats work. And I was just reading out to him and all that shit from the beats and the way it worked and the premise. It worked out. He found it funny. And he usually finds most of my funny jokes funny. Um, So, yeah, that was great. So that was very satisfying to see him laugh at most of this. Obviously, in his refinement, but it also it was really good because at the moment I was like, "I'm the shit. I'm so good. Oh my god, this joke is killer." But seeing his reaction to it made me know that there's still more work to do and I need to do stage time, which is why I have decided to start going on stage in November. I can't handle this. Oh, laziness is killing me. Doing nothing, doing absolutely nothing, is destroying my life. God damn, so I'll start I'll start stand up the same time I start uni. I think that's a good idea. Just to resynchronize the system. Um because of the uh whole doctor situation, I've delayed my my uh my uh my gym membership again because I need to resolve this before anything else. I don't wanna do any rigorous activities that could promote uh any further damage because these are my nerves and they Damage could be permanent, not gonna lie. Um, so, yeah, wrote an 870 word joke. Uh, thought about jacking off, didn't jack off. Then waited half an hour, thought about jacking off, didn't jack off. Then thought about jacking off, didn't jack off. Then slept for an hour, and uh, now I'm recording this. Hey, um, so I literally spent four hours writing that fucking joke. Now I played Witcher a little bit, 
killed uh, killed Radovid in whatever way. At least I killed him. I don't know which. I'm not going to tell you which way because it's spoilers. But I think it was the more secretive way, like the hidden way, um, which are free. I'm replaying that because um, I did my first playthrough through it. I didn't do any of the side missions, and I was just greeted with the ending of this happened and this happened and this happened, and literally the whole all the characters that I cared about just died. Um, so, um, so I decided to uh, replay and do the side missions. And trust me, the side missions are very good. My, my only problem with The Witcher Three is that it's labeled an RPG. I don't want to. It's not an RPG. Witcher Three is not an RPG. It's a character adventure game. Yeah, there's RPG. You can say RPG elements, but you you can't label it an RPG. Like, oh yeah, you can decide what decision you want to take, but that's just is Telltale Games an RPG now? Since you decide what angle of the story you want to take, then fuck no. You know, it, and then it's not an RPG. It's a character-driven story with it's a complex character-driven story. You know. Like in in terms of the choice of story is more complicated than the Last of Us one shot, but in terms of just it's an open world, it's an open world RPG. I think everybody likes to call. I think RPG uh, when The Witcher Three was made is the new like is what Metroidvanias are to the indie scene. Like oh my god, it's the Metroidvania. Well, it's like Hollow Knight and Dead Cells. If you know what, what games I'm talking about, these are great indie games. So Hollow Knight and Dead Cells are really good indie games. I'll pay, I believe they're only like ten dollars, ten dollars, ten pounds if you can find them for for a good offer. Um, you know, it's the Metroidvania, it's the roguelike. So um, that's how it feels. Um, the best Metroidvania is the Star Wars game, actually. That game was fantastic. We still got to see Super Metroid, uh, uh, Metroid Prime Four, which is developed by the same people who did the first three Metroid Primes. God, Nintendo needs to hurry up and show us Breath of the Wild Two. Show us Metroid. Show us Pikmin Four. Show, show us some shit, man. We're excited. And then we're like, oh no, we gotta finish. We have to finish through uh, Mario Odyssey Two. We have to, yeah, well, not great games, but I just want to see, I want to see, I want to see why I've kept the Switch for this long. And apparently a Switch Pro is coming out, so it better come out with Breath of the Wild 2, and it better have Metroid Prime 4, because then we're like, experience the great graphics of Metroid Prime 4 on the Switch Pro, and Breath of the Wild 2 cel-shaded graphics on blah blah on the switch pro with uh, 1440p graphics whoa imagine if the switch pro had 1440p graphics god damn that shit is gonna be hot hot on the back with the new cooling system of the switch pro don't worry about overheating and then we'll, what do you know it overheats it gets damaged you get a black screen god i'm, I'm, I'm the greatest nintendo representative ever I, I, like for them to succeed after the wii u isn't that good of a succession all you gotta do is just it's like fuck it we, everybody uses their phones every day so let's make a tablet now i'm sound indian um so yeah breath of the wild 2 should come out soon um I, I believe i've been playing moonlighter a lot as well i played moonlighter on my switch great fucking game what a fucking great premise basically it's got roguelike elements so you go from level you go to these dungeons and you kill these beasts and you collect the items that these dungeon uh creatures drop and then you sell them in your shop it's like the ultimate arab game it's like the most arab game ever like oh i get to kill bitches and then sell the shit that i kill with like what uh sell the stuff that comes out of the fuckers that i kill with i no i never die i have a pendant and it's just a great game, great concept. I'd highly recommend it. If you got uh, EA's Origin access on PC, then you got it for free. That and Dead Cells as well. So, but you got, make sure you have a controller. It's not worth playing with the keyboard, unless you're the type of fucking psycho who likes to play uh, uh, side scrollers or, or, or bird's eye view games with a fucking. No, actually, XCOM Two is a great bird's eye view game. Well, that likes to play indie games with a fucking uh, keyboard. Um, I tried it, couldn't handle it. Um, well, so, so yeah, slept and uh, 
woke up at 8.33, decided to fucking record, and here I am recording episode 11 of the I'm Podcast. I'm your host, Yusuf Musa. By the way, can you guys just do me a favor? A lot of you uh, listen on an iPhone. I don't know what app you guys use, but I know a lot of you listen on an iPhone. Could you guys just review my podcast, give it a, a rating uh, on Apple Podcasts? Because that would really help, you know, the podcast later on. You know, I hate begging you guys, but it's like I have a, a lot of views on iPhone, so it would be really cool to get a review of this podcast from a random person apart from my friends. Um, yeah, so please do that. Um, just give me a, a rating. Yeah, now he's like, I, I gave him three stars because a good podcast shouldn't force someone to rate. Um, it, it should just come naturally. I was like, oh, fuck. So, if you give me three stars, then I can't tell you what to do. But, like, please don't. It's not nice. It's mean. You know? Oh, I'm a young artist, bro. Support your young artist. Oh, God, I'm so cringe today. Um. So, yeah. Here I am recording. What happened on Monday? What happened on Monday? Monday is just a chill day. Played a lot of Witcher got through a lot of side quests and all that shit um yeah just just play video games um then my dad told me hey i need you to uh i'm going i'm going traveling soon and i need you to take care of the shop you and your older brother and um i was like yeah but we still haven't secured how much i'm getting paid i think he wants me to work for free which will be tough. Like, I need to get something out of it. I'm not fucking wasting my time. Uh, waking up at 7, going to the bus, risking my life from this corona. And, uh, oh, God, I'm so cringe. But risking my life from this corona. Um, Potentially going to Dagnum and run a jewellery store in the most dangerous area in London. Based, if you like divide, if you divide some sort of number with the, the size of area with the amount of crimes, and you you get that number. Dagnum has the highest number for some reason. Uh, so yeah, jewelry store, fuck yeah. And then um, God, I hate I hate working with my dad. I really do. It's it's fucking horrible. Because it's like he's just in a rage, man. The guys are, the guys are like Lee. If you don't know what that means, he he survived being executed by Saddam. Like he ran away and fucking everything. He had a big jewelry store and in in, uh, in Baghdad, Baghdad. And then, like, if you go to Iraq and go to any jewelry store, like he started the jewelry store movement in Baghdad. Like he's the one who started it, and everybody knows of his name. Like he's a legend over there. Like a lot of people just know his name, and it's like it's like a rumor. Like oh, people who are learning jewelry right now, asking who did you in Baghdad had uh, who did you learn this from? It's like a Musa Abu Tabiq, Basim Abu Tabiq. Um, so yeah, it's like they just say it. it's like a legend. It's crazy, and then you know that that hurts him. It really pisses him off. But um, so yeah, he's had a life of torment. <laughs> just saying. My dad has been depressed since he was 25. So if I'll say that. So, you know, it's hard for him. It's, it's easy for him to be... Um, he, he has a justified reason to be easily irritable. But come on, it's been fucking... You're, you're 65 now. When will it chill? When will you, like, identify... He probably has identified with mortality, but I guess this has become part of his character. <laughs> this is not how you do it. You say, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not, he's not mean. It's just he has a yelling tendency. And it's funny to me. It's, 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 uh, before it wasn't. Because, you know, 16-year-old getting yelled at by your dad isn't, isn't the greatest thing ever. 16-year-old getting yelled at by your dad because you couldn't fucking uh, hold a screwdriver properly or hold the light properly. Which I still don't. Nobody fucking knows how to light something for their dads while they're fixing something. I don't know anyone who can do that properly. Fuck you if you can do that properly. Um... Fuck you. You're not special. You're not fucking special. And, um... Yeah, it's just, uh... It was very... Sapped you away from from your childhood, in a sense. From your teenage years. Because, you know, teenagers... At that age, I was supposed to be like... Again, 
learning the pickup game, get slinging them girls, everybody's horny, fuck yeah, fuck fast. But now I was just working with my dad on fucking uh, reconstruction of his estates and and uh, he opened a, a hardware store and I helped him out with that shit. Uh, my dad's a great guy, but he, you know he he understands that that was a mistake from his part. <coughs> but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I what he taught me could never be taught to me in a lifetime. So I guess I learned something. But my pickup game is bad. Plus, how the fuck am I supposed to get a girl into a Muslim household? Hey, mom, I'm 16 and I want to fuck this girl. Um, I know it's not halal, but, you know, I just, just got this feeling in my dick and I really want to fuck this girl. Um, Like, it just happens every morning. I just want to fuck like crazy. That's how you were when you were 16. It was, it was mud. Um, so yeah, as of, uh, as of tomorrow, I'll be going to, to the shop with my dad and obviously working at my actual job on the weekends. So that's how my dad pays me. Otherwise it's, it's fucking slavery that I'm forced to agree to because the man is my father. I feel like, um, Louis CK victims, you know? I mean, I just, I just allow them to jack off, you know, these Louis C. <laughs> Fuck, that's horrible. <coughs> Thank God I'm not famous. That joke would get me cancelled. Um, uh, but yeah, they'd fuck off. I'd still be myself. Um, Sunday was off work because of my arm issue, like the nerves and all that bullshit. Um... Tuesday, got into work, uh, it was, it was the manager I hate, with the manager that I like, and, uh, it was oh, just fucking disgusting, mm. the manager I hate is, like, four foot seven, and I'm six foot one, and she usually just comes in wearing high heels, and this time she was wearing flats, and it freaked me out. Like, I, I felt like a giant, and it freaked the fuck out of me. Like, I don't want to walk next to you. I literally told her, listen, you're so short, you freak me out. I said that to my manager, guys. She took it as a joke, obviously, but I was freaked the fuck out. I need to leave, bro. I don't want to feel like a giant. Like, I'm, I'm six or one. I know I'm tall, but, like, I'm not... I'm not fucking Dwight Howard. That's a fucking giant. Not fucking LeBron James. That's a fucking giant. Yao Ming, that's a fucking giant right there. Shaquille O'Neal, that's a fucking giant. But while I was next to her, I felt like a fucking giant. And it freaked the fuck out of me. So I had to duck as soon as I told her, listen, you call, you give me a phobia. I'm feeling very uncomfortable while talking to you. I need to, I need to screw, I need to fuck off as soon as possible. I literally said that to my manager while I was on shift. And she was like, okay, yeah, I understand. Um, she can't do shit. I'm moving departments anyway. Fuck her. Um, so yeah, that happened. <laughs> Come on, I'm pretty sure there's some tall guys out there who can relate. I was like, no way. Like, you, you girls who are like have, on their Tinder profile that are like, oh, five foot four, only date six foot. If you only, only swipe if you're six foot and above, bro. No one sees four above is gonna wanna fuck you. Like, the only reason they wanna fuck you is because you're shallow and you're easy to get but apart from that they'll never develop a relationship with you cause unless you're like if they're like angel on top of earth but straight away you just show that you're shallow on your tinder profile so fuck you um so unless you're angel and you're the avatar like 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 be perfectly correct chances of him developing a relationship with you when you have that on your profile and you have your height and it's like only accept six foot plus fuck you just like the chances of you getting that man are very fucking slim because a they're coming from a tall person I don't want to break my back while I'm kissing you, you fucking bitch. I don't want to break my back while I'm kissing you. And if you don't force me to break my back while I'm kissing you, it's like, oh, we're high heels, don't worry. Nah, fuck you, bro. There's no way I'm going to let you. You, you want to be uncomfortable? 
just so you can wear a high heels. Like, the fuck? They, no, fuck off. Fuck off with the high heels. You want to be uncomfortable? Like, there was a joke of women only like tall guys because they want to wear high heels. It was never about you, which could be true. But then again, that's so stupid and shallow and... And we're like, how's it shallow? Well, you just want you, you're sacrificing your dating choices just because you want to look good. So, it's, what's wrong with being looking good? I'm like, okay, but like, you're, you're, it's not shallow, it's just stupid, I guess. But it's shallow to be like, I'm only attracted to tall guys, and I'm five foot one. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I'm not dating you, I'm not sorry. If you're short, I'm just not. You have to have the personality of an absolute angel for me today. But apart from that, no. Fuck no. Go for like five foot nine. Go for five foot seven. That's that's your realm. Jeez, I know you want to progress your genetics. But like, goddamn girl, you, you ain't getting that. But you ain't getting that six foot dick. No fucking way. The woman like that trigger me. Like, what the fuck? Do you want... Like, let's say the relationship builds up. This is, this is the image I want. Every woman who only dates six foot plus guys and they're not tall enough. And they, they, they're like under five foot five. It's like, this is the image you want to create in your life. I get with the guy. We hook up. We date for five years. Meanwhile, every time I kiss him, he break, I break his back. Oh, I have, to, I have to go up a little. I can't even tiptoe while I'm kissing him. And then... Uh, we get married and he has to like literally and he's because of the relationship and the length we've had he i'm getting married to a hunchback of no dom fuck off fuck off you're not going you're not you're not getting a six foot one guy listen and it's your how tall is kai then again she's not kai jenna's not that short but then again i don't think anyone will want to fucking share genetics with kai jenna if you look at the plastic surgery and pre-plastic surgery like goddamn my child is gonna be a little fucking ugly motherfucker could you imagine arab genetics mixed with that kaidi genetics goddamn fucking plastic surgery at the age of three like he doesn't look like my son we need to adjust his lips <laughs> Literally, because he's a Kardashian now, and he needs to pride himself on looks. And the Kardashians have never had a, a, a male icon, and this is our only chance, you know. It's fucking, my God, it's, it's stupid. So yeah, fuck you, it's women who have. Six foot one, six foot plus only on their Tinder profile. You're not getting them. You're not fucking getting them. All right, you sell with five foot seven. Just come the fuck down, you little fucking whore. Um, yeah, fuck you, full on. Just fuck you. You're not getting them. You're gonna end up, like I said, you're gonna be like. 10 years and he finally proposes and you're like getting into wearing and he's wearing a suit and a tuxedo and then you realize oh shit I made him into the hunchback of Notre Dame fuck off absolutely um so I think I, what I'm trying to say is that um uh, I discovered a phobia. I can't be near short people, like really short people. They freak me out. Unless it's a dwarf, then it's like, okay, you've got a small person. I don't know. A dwarf sounds like it's from Lord of the Rings, and Midge is politically incorrect, so I guess small person. Then I'm like, yes, yeah, fucking chill, bro. Like, but if it's like on the brink of small person, but not really a small person, then you should just kill yourself. I was like, God, God, he depresses me. I'm not going to marry a tall person. No, there's happiness and salvation in your life. If you're one of those people, don't worry. Listen, I don't let my comments dictate your happiness. All right. I'm just saying um, it's going to be tough for you to get a six foot plus person. I mean, especially like no way, no fucking way. You're not getting it. People like tall women. But then, and if you're like someone like Shaq, then obviously you have to sacrifice for sure because not all women are, are your height. But I'm a comfortable height where like it's five foot seven and above, big man. Like I'm shallow too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm shallow for health reasons. I, I need a straight back when I become when I get married. Like get the fuck out of here, bro. I need a straight back. Fucking. 
kissing. Imagine a six foot one person kissing a five foot three woman. It'll look like it'll look like a a demonic rape. I'm you whole like bending downward and kissing. It's just bad. It's just bad. Sorry to all women of 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 short height. You're great. A lot of Instagram models have your height. Don't worry. You're going to find that duke. And you're not going to have your unattractive Instagram model. And yeah, you can you can get that six foot one dick if you want. God, why am I saying like If you're very attractive, you can get it. Like, yeah, of course. If you're very attractive. But it's like, I'm talking to the average human being here. If you're like five foot five and under and you're looking for six foot one, um, lower your chances, please. Just fuck off, you're not getting it You're not, just lower your chances So yeah, I have a phobia of being around people That are very short Apart from like small people Because then I was like I'm chill with those guys But like someone who's in between They freak me out They really do, they make me so uncomfortable I don't want to feel like a giant around people And then okay So yeah, Saturday, that's what happened. <laughs> Friday. Uh what what happened on Friday? Friday uh, I got paid. Woohoo! A payday And then uh immediately straight off the scene payday on my uh, online banking account. Online on my online banking app. Uh I spent two hundred pounds on a dentist and uh I spent um what was what did she cut a quarter of my pay? So payday, you know, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody who gets paid feels the same thing. God damn it, I was rich ten seconds ago. <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the fuck? You gotta pay for that finance thing. You gotta pay for that fuck electricity bill. You gotta pay for just existing, and then it's all cut." Um, payday, and uh, what's it called? That will be a fun bit that I'm just doing there. Sort of. I, I think I'm, I'll try that. It's very much a Jim Gaffigan-esque with the hot pocket. You know. Uh, but like, payday. It's, from my dad's perspective, that'll be funny. I'll work on that. Um, What's it called? Uh, so yeah, I spent £200. It was dental checker plus two x-rays plus a filling apparently. The guy caught a, a, a tooth in a state of decay or a carry apparently that's what it's called but a state of decay i don't know maybe carries us to a specific of time but like um a state of decay and it was like um it'll cost you 100 it'll cost you 90 pounds to get a silver filling and it'll cost you 120 pounds to get a white filling so i was like fuck it let's, let's go all in on border let's get that white filling babe mate not babe he was a guy he's not babe he's a guy with a very heavy indian uh, english accent um but very nice um so I got that sorted out, and then I went to the hygienist, and uh, it was it was it was uh, a black hygienist. So immediately I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm not dealing with white people today." I'm f- amazing. Although the nurse was white with her, but I'm like, "Okay, great." And then she's playing fucking hip hop while I'm getting my my fucking plaque removed. I felt like a baller. I felt like I was in a hip hop video, bro. Getting your plaque removed while you're listening while the dentist winningly is playing like Lil Uzi or Playboy Kai is like fuck yeah you feel like you're in a rap video honestly people need to do this more put a fucking uh, rap song put fucking rap hip hop well your patient is doing um, you know you're giving your patient an oral hygiene Um, people need to do that more it's fucking baller as fuck man this is absolute baller and then i recommended her uh, my boy by wale and j cole because i heard her listening to wale uh i like wale's flow i don't listen to wale that much um but i like his, his song with j cole pretty good song my boy the, the, the j cole has this really uh uh really good verse uh where he's like ivs ivs there's a reason why nobody tried me uh oh wait ha- had your homies on stretches right next to roman numerals ivs ivs there's a reason why nobody want to try me 
So it's like IVs, have your homies on stretches of our next Roman numerals, IV. And like, you know, you know what I mean? That was cringe. He's uh, so cringe. Never, never say a rap. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. By the way, when I say I'm cringe, it's not self-deprecating. It's just observation. Um, so, yeah, 200 pounds. And it was like, fuck yeah, I was stoked. I got, I got my... I got my teeth cleaned, I got my plaque removed while I was listening to fucking hip-hop. And that was like, that was worth 200 in itself. So I get my plaque removed while I was li- I'm listening to Lil Uzi or, or Playboy Carty. I'm like, fuck yeah, fuck it, I'll, I'll lose it, I'll lose it right now. So, yeah, that was great. Getting your plaque removed while you're uh, with the doctors. Um... Then I, um, I don't know which day this was, but it was certainly uh, uh, late at night. And then uh, somehow the conversation went into comedy and, um, uh, people were debating who's funny and all my friends were sending stand-up clips. And I was like, I know, I know all these stand-up clips. I've seen all of them. And then they were like, come on, Yusuf, I know you, you're knowing me because I'm like, hey, I'm so giddy when it comes to stand-up. I always have something to show. But I was like, fuck it, let me fuck with these guys. Let me experiment. Let me show them some Norm MacDonald. See if they find that funny. Um, so I showed them Norm MacDonald, uh, what's it called? The David Lerman uh, appearance on David Lerman's Ask Appearance, uh, which is great. I highly recommend you watch it. And um they didn't find it funny. They just skipped it out, and I was—I was hurt. I was like, "God damn, you did that to Norm!" Whoa. And then my friend was like, "This is why British comedians are much better." This, why am I saying that in an American accent? Like, this is why British comedians are much better. I was like, "Oh, cocky." So I think, mm. Mm. listen, British comedians are only better to you because they're relatable. Relatability is required when doing stand-up. I grew up on American comedians, and I just know the vibe. And the what Norm Macdonald did in the David Lerman jo- show, especially that G- Germany sh- joke, was fucking genius. And I was just hurt. I was like, God damn, did they hate it that much? I was like, Wow, this is fucking strange. Yeah, I don't know why I was hurt, but like, don't fuck with Norm, man. Norm is one of the greatest comedians of all time. But then again, but then again, it proved the whole uh, litmus test situation of Don McDonald. Like, you either like him, you either really love him, or you really hate him. Um, but as a kid, Norm's a fucking genius. Um, so, yeah, that happened. Um, Thursday, uh, I hanged out with my uh, friend who is uh, who used to be called Josh, and now she's fun, so she's uh, having a sex change soon. And I didn't know that she, because I don't have a Snapchat, and she announced it on Snapchat, so I decided to meet her because she was leaving to Brighton on uh, Friday, and just fun is great. Like I, I love fun. I love I love fun. Like we have the most polar opposite political opinions. But we both have um, like to defy authority, so I guess that's what keeps us together. And, and then suddenly the conversation ended up with um, us discussing a sitcom, and I'm like, "Yo, this is weird." And it it didn't it wasn't like either one was trying to force it. It was just us talking about our comedic capabilities because fun is very funny. Uh, I think that's why I like him, not, but that and the, um, sort of political, uh, not the political, uh, the, the defiance to authority, uh, she's great, uh, and then, um, what's it called, so yeah, for, for, sorry for the pause, I was just thinking about something, so I ended up thinking about sitcom, and I was like, okay. And it was a very clever idea. It was a very interesting idea. And just funny and great. So I don't know if it comes to fruition or not, but it's, 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 it's a fantastic idea. I don't want to speak about it that much, but should be working on it. Haven't worked on it ever since we spoke, and I don't want it to be that sort of thing. Well, we just spoke about it, and it never happened. Um... So that's what I did on Thursday. I didn't go to D&D because I wanted to chill with fun. Showed me uh, her guitar playing and all that shit. And uh, she she still hasn't had this exchange yet. But 
she's gonna have it soon. She's gonna be on the hormonal changes and all that shit. Uh, which is very surprised. Like, like she hid the fact that she was transferring people because she didn't want uh, her, her her law school to change her mind on accepting her. You know, not her law school, her, her uni. But then again, she goes Bryant, so I don't know. I don't know why, but it, maybe it just took a while for her to come out. Um. So yeah, that was very interesting. Still, same person. Like, there's no difference in personality. It was great seeing her. It was very interesting trying to get used to the, the new pronouns. But, you know, she, she was like, it's calm as long as you attempt it. Um, so, yeah, that was very interesting. That was a very nice day of hanging out. We talked a lot. We catched up. I told him about stand-up and meditation. And he told me, granted, I was talking 90% of the time, if you can guess, but... No, nah, not really. But I didn't. I, I failed to dive into. Oh no, I did talk. I did ask him serious questions. Fuck no, I didn't. He, it was it was all night fifty fifty. Because we were both very talkative human beings. Um. So yeah, that was that was a rather empowering day. It's like fuck. She's gonna get her dick cut off. Like goddamn. Yeah, that's some border shit. Um. Uh. So yeah, that happened, and then Wednesday podcast episode was posted, and and uh, Tuesday was that's pretty much it. Um, Tuesday was just me recording, and that's it. That's been my week, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, be sure to uh, rate my podcast on Apple Podcast. Um. Uh, it would be really helpful. Follow me on Instagram. Please uh, just follow me on Instagram. It's not that hard. Use of that use of 101. Uh, I really want to chat to you. I really want to know how this podcast is going. Just give me advice and tell me how's it going, if you're enjoying it or not. And uh, I love you all. Bye-bye. This one's much shorter. This one's longer than the last one. <laughs> 51 minutes. Uh, anyways, uh, love you all. Bye-bye. Wish you best luck in life. And see you guys next week.